You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Uh, happy Women's Day to the women. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. My father-in-law used to say, if there are no women in this world, the men will all ki- will kill themselves. <laughs> So it's um, it's great. We thank God for today. We thank Him also for His um, what He's doing in our lives, in our hearts. How many people know that God is doing something in you? You 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 know that. Yes. Yeah. So as we go into the Word, we are going to continue. We've been, we started talking about the mandate for fruitfulness. And uh, it is not a suggestion. It's not, uh, it's, God is not asking you to try to be fruitful. He has empowered you to be fruitful. Let's read Genesis chapter 1, our text. Genesis chapter 1. And I read from verse 26. Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then verse 28 says, Then God blessed them. Turn to someone and say, You're blessed. blessed. (laughs) Yeah, you are blessed. God blessed them. And not only did he bless them, After blessing them, God now said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. You see there, be fruitful and multiply. He didn't even say, Try to be fruitful. He didn't say, Pray to be fruitful. Come on. He said, Be fruitful. All right. Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful. Say, I'm blessed. And I have the capacity to be fruitful. I have the ability to multiply. I have the ability to subdue. I have the ability to dominate. So God gave that to you from creation. From the very beginning. So what happens if we are not fruitful? If we are not fruitful, is it because it is God's will? Talk to me. It's not God's will. Yeah, because God cannot violate his word, right? And this he spoke to every human being. So everybody is expected to be fruitful. I know there are times that there will be maybe seasons of barrenness that God can permit. Like in the case of Sarah. All right? Our spiritual mother. Glory to God. 
Yeah. So God permitted her to be barren for a season. But it was not God's will for her to be barren. As a matter of fact, the Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy, let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 7. And uh, Deuteronomy chapter 7, and I read verse, verse 14. It says, You shall be blessed above all peoples. Yes? And there shall not be a male or female barren among you or among your livestock. <laughs> Even your dog is not allowed to be barren. If you have, even if you, if you have um, cows or sheep, they, so far as they belong to you, That blessing you carry should be imparted to them. Amen. And you know, this, at this time, these people were mainly farmers. So in other words, God was saying, your business is not supposed to be barren. Are you getting my point? It should not be barren. Why? Because you are blessed. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, do you know that I am blessed? I don't know about you, but I am blessed. Yes. So if I am blessed, wherever I go and whatever belongs to me is affected by that blessing. And part of that blessing is the capacity. Somebody say capacity. It's a divine capacity to be fruitful. It's a divine capacity. So, in your business or in your career, you should not be barren. Now, even if it's permitted... It is temporary. Say temporary. God's will is for you to be fruitful. Now, it applies all round. Somebody say all round fruitfulness. Yeah. So God's word affects every area of your life. It's supposed to affect your spiritual life, you must be fruitful. God expects you to be fruitful. At least everyone should have some people you are discipling. You should be fruitful. Come on. Everyone is a leader. You should be leading. Huh? Oh, you come to, you, you take a walk to church alone. Where is your leadership? Next week. <laughs> God bless you. Yeah. So, what, what, uh, uh, it's John Maxwell that said, if you call yourself a leader and no one is following you, you're just taking a walk. How many people are taking a walk? Huh? So, it's not just about the title or position. It's about the influence. It's about the people whose lives you are affecting. You are supposed to affect people's lives. People should be following you to Christ. People should be serving God because of you. People should be loving God because of you. People should be loving the word of God because of you. People should be praying because of you. People should be worshipping because of you. People should be giving because of you. People should be faithful because of you. Hallelujah. Amen. So fruitfulness is about being a blessing to others. Amen. It's about being a blessing to others. 
And this is, this is, it's time for us to begin to look within ourselves and ask ourselves, is there any area I have permitted to be barren? Or maybe unfruitful. Let me say unfruitful. Okay. Is there any? Maybe you're not even barren. You're just unfruitful. So in other words, it's a choice. Barrenness is not a choice. Unfruitfulness is a choice. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I hope for your sake that you have not chosen unfruitfulness. I choose to be fruitful. Hallelujah. And you, you, you need to start asking God, Lord, show me areas of my life that I have resigned to unfruitfulness. Show me areas of my life that I have permitted unfruitfulness. Because some people have the impression that, okay, fine, it's all other people are, it's okay for other to be, people to be fruitful in certain areas. As for me, I'm not called to that. Listen, you are called to it. If it is fruitfulness, you are called to it. We are all called to it. So if God is fruitful and you are made in his image, it means you have the DNA of fruitfulness. So deep within you, in your spiritual DNA, <laughs> is fruitfulness. Amen. You have the capacity to be exceedingly fruitful. Amen. And especially if you are a child of Abraham. Hallelujah. <laughs> your fruitfulness can change the world. Yeah. In other words, when God spoke to Abraham, he says, all the families of the earth shall be blessed through you. That's, that should tell you the scope of his blessing, of his fruitfulness. So God called him and blessed him. How many people love to be blessed? Woo. Yeah, we all love to be blessed. But what is the purpose of the blessing? What is the purpose of your blessing? Is it just so that you can enjoy your life? Have a little more comfort? Come on. Huh? I don't know. It depends on what blessing means to you. But to many people, blessing means, you know, <laughs> the good things of life. I want to be so blessed. Huh? And so fruitful Amen. that by the time I walk into heaven, God will look back and see the whole earth has been affected. How about that? Amen. But it has to start with a desire. It has to start with a desire. Why? Because God has put that in you. But you need to desire to manifest what God has put in you. Okay? Even the skill you have, even the abilities you have, do you know that God expects you to be fruitful with that? Yeah. It's not for you to just shine and get awards. And it's good to have awards, but how many lives are changed? How many people can look at your life and then say, oh, wow, if not because of you? If not because of what you, you have done. If not because of... They should have... People should be able to look back and see how their lives have become better because of you. That's very important. But many times, we're only thinking of ourselves. God, what will you do for me? When are you going to do this for me? 
When are you going to do that for me? When are you going to do that for me? When are you going to do Listen, I'm telling you this. If you are not ready to be a blessing, forget about fruitfulness. If you are not ready to be a blessing, forget about fruitfulness. So it's time for us to be a blessing to this city. It's time for us to be a blessing to this nation. It's time for us to be a blessing to our families. It's time for us to be a blessing to our friends. It's time for us to be a blessing to our communities. It's time for us to be a blessing to our colleagues. Be a blessing. Wake up in the morning when you look into the mirror say, Lord, I thank you because I'm a blessing. I am a major blessing. Going somewhere to bless someone. And let God begin to speak to you about who to bless that day. Hallelujah. I remember Pastor Grace's um, testimony. Years ago, when she got married, she couldn't conceive. You know? Tried, tried, prayed fast, did everything. Nothing was happening. Nothing was happening. With all the anointing. (laughs) nothing happened. One day she was crying before God. Crying. I said, God, please take away this reproach from me. And you know, Africans, (laughs) if you can't conceive, you know, (laughs) it's a problem sometimes. Then people start saying things. Huh? And one day she was weeping before God. And the Lord said to her, The way you are crying to me for a child is the same way many children are crying to me for a mother. And he said to her, If you will help me to mother some of those children, I will open your womb. Hallelujah. She woke up from there, went and adopted two girls. Instantly. Amen. 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 Adopted two girls. Started loving them. Started nurturing them. You know? Showering them with love. Took them from the orphanage. And gave them a home. Became a blessing. Come on, somebody say blessing. She became a blessing to those children. Amen. They had the environment they, they, they never imagined. Yeah. And you know what? God opened her womb. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, Lord. I have counseled different people. And, you know, Pastor, oh, you know, we can't conceive. And all. I said, listen, go adopt. No, in our culture, we don't do things like that. Okay, stick to your culture. And let your culture provide for you. Let your culture give you the miracle you're looking for. Don't be a blessing. Stick to that. I don't even know what to call it. There are many children looking for parents. So he said to her, if you will help me. And you know, since then, up till now, she has not stopped adopting. Amen. Ended up with her own orphanage. I mean, you, you, you can't beat that. Glory to God. Amen. And she said to me, she said to me, Eric, you know, many people don't know. She said, I have... My own biological children and I have adopted children. She said, it's the same. The fulfillment is the same. So people just have all kinds of mindsets. Even you as a believer, you are adopted by God. You are far from the commonwealth of Israel. 
You don't deserve to be called a child of Abraham. So God adopted you. How dare you even conceive that it's a taboo to adopt? Where is that from? Not from the word of God. Glory to God. I said it is not from the word of God. So if you want to be fruitful, you need to make a choice to be a blessing. Decide to be a blessing. Start blessing people. Start giving people opportunities. Hallelujah. Start extending grace to people. Say yes. Don't say, well, I suffer to get to where I am. Nobody helped me. And you know, why should I help you? Listen. If you don't, you remain barren. Because at the end of the day, you can't take it anywhere. Whatever it is. Amen? Amen. So, it is good. Turn to someone and say, you were adopted. adopted. (laughs) Yeah, you were adopted. You adopted into the family of God. Amen. Yeah. You were a Gentile, far away, not even part of the covenant. Amen. Huh? You remember that woman that came to Jesus and said to Jesus, My child is demon possessed. Please help my daughter. Jesus said, It's not good to give the children's bread to dogs. So you were a dog. Hello. You were a dog. And you were adopted into the family of God. Now you have become a son. Glory to God. Now you have become a son. But you have forgotten that you were adopted. Oh my God. May God give somebody understanding. I believe God is speaking to somebody. Hallelujah. So if we are going to be fruitful, we need to be ready to be a blessing. Get ready to be a blessing. A major blessing. God wants to bless the world through you. God wants to bless your community through you. So, learn to share what God has given to you. Even the the understanding you have, even the knowledge you have, even the wisdom you have, learn to share with others. The moment you consume everything, your opportunity for fruitfulness goes. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many people want to be fruitful? Okay. So, you want to become um, a, a, a conduit for God's blessing. You say, God, you've blessed me with so much or with so little. That little, I want to share it with somebody. All right? You've blessed me with this revelation, that revelation. I want to share it with somebody. You get my point. That has to become your lifestyle. That has to become your lifestyle. You've you've blessed me with this understanding. Share it with somebody. That would help you to be fruitful. Otherwise, you are just a consumer. And you are not advancing the kingdom of God. You are capturing everything. You are like a dam. <laughs> All everything that comes in, you just dam everything. And you know, with time, you become like a swamp. That's where you find mosquitoes and you find all kinds of, <laughs> of things. You see? But if you become uh, a, a river, 
Because the things of the Spirit, that's the way it is. You, you, he says, He that believes in me, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. So whatever it is you receive, let it flow. Come on, say let it flow. Let it flow. Yeah, so keep letting it flow. Hmm? Some people only let the things that are of no use to flow. For example, you have some gossip about somebody and that's what you f- allow to flow. But then you have the word of God that should be a blessing. You don't allow that to flow. But you are busy circulating stories about people. And you want to be, a, you want to be fruitful. What kind of fruit is that? I don't know about you. I want to be very fruitful. I want to be very fruitful. And you need to make up your mind. What do you want? How do you want God to flow through you? How many lives do you want to be blessed by your life? How many lives do you want to be blessed by what God has already done in your life? Forget about what God has not done. What he has done so far. Is there anybody here, God has not done anything for you? Just raise your hand. You mean there's nobody that God is owing anything? God has done nothing for you? Okay, so every one of us is blessed, right? What are you doing with your blessing? What are you doing? How many people are serving God because of you? How many people are standing strong because of you? Because you have some strength. What has that strength? Who has that strength helped? You have faith. Praise God. Great man of faith and power for the hour. Who has that faith helped? Who? Those are questions we need to ask ourselves. So you need to introspect, (laughs) look inside, and start asking yourself, am I really justifying this blessing I have? Am I really justifying? Hey, Lord, thank you for blessing me. Okay, fantastic testimony. Who? You need to start thinking. If you've not thought that way, start thinking that way. All right? Let your mind begin to let your mind begin to work like that. Because if Jesus didn't have that kind of mind, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> because he was in heaven enjoying his life. <laughs> you, can, you can't be more blessed. <laughs> but he came down and went through all kinds of humiliations of First of all, to even enter into the body of a human being. Do you, do you know the kind of humility it took for God to enter into human flesh? <laughs> and walk around talking to people. Suffer hunger. <laughs> and uh, be tempted, be insulted. His own family. Huh? Call him names. You, you, you think you are powerful. Go and do it. This All this... Anointing you are talking about. Why can't you go and... They didn't even believe in him. They were offended at him. Why would he... Why would he come down and allow himself to go through all of that? Because he wanted fruit in our lives. Amen? Why did he allow himself to be, to be beaten? To be crucified? Why did he allow all of that? Because he wanted fruit. Sometimes God will allow you to go through certain situations. Why? Because God is concerned about what is going to come out of your life. So some, that's why if you are too self-centered, you cannot really fulfill your destiny. I'm telling you. Because I'm go- okay, I'm going through, ra- life has been so rough. Life has been unfair to me. Okay, fine, it's been unfair. 
Do you realize that there are many people that are going through what you are going through? And maybe God wants you to go through that situation so that you can be a blessing to some of those people. Did you ever think like that? Oh, no, it's all about you. So maybe God is allowing that temporary barrenness so that you can be, you can, you can understand and you are also able to identify with other people who are in a similar situation. How many people will honestly say, I'm grateful for some of the challenges I've faced? Without like pretending, you really like, you've gone through some stuff. Now in hindsight, you say, Lord, I thank you. You see? Why? Because now that has equipped you with understanding. It has given you the ability to empathize. To be less critical, come on. To be less judgmental. So when you see somebody like you, you won't just say, oh, well, it's because you lack faith. No, it's not lack of faith. Abraham had faith. He had faith. And yet he had to endure. (laughs) Hallelujah. So sometimes God will allow you to go through certain things, not just because of you. And that's why sometimes he doesn't answer your prayer the way you want him to. It's his wisdom. Because there's one prayer you prayed at one time and you say, God, I want to be fruitful, especially last week. (laughs) So when you say, I want to be fruitful, God says, oh, okay, fine. Let's now organize your life to make you fruitful. So you have to trust him. Trust him. I trust the Lord with my life. There are many things I wish he could do different. But I trust him. Yeah. I wish he could do some things the way I want him to do them. But I'm not his counselor. (laughs) So I'm not counseling God and telling him how to do it. But he knows. He knows best. Touch someone say, God knows best. He knows what you're going through. Hallelujah. So tonight I'm emphasizing the importance of being a blessing. Because you are blessed already. And I've told you last week that Fruitfulness, you, 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 you cannot be fruitful alone. Okay? You cannot be fruitful alone. There, there is a combination <laughs> that is required. And looking at the scripture, uh, our text, God blessed them. He didn't bless him. He blessed them. He blessed them male and female. So it takes a male and a female coming together to produce fruit. Correct? Yeah. So, uh, do you know that God could have just created 7 billion people? Yeah. I mean, he's done it in heaven. He created, you know, myriads of angels. They didn't need to procreate. (laughs) He just made them and put them there. But when it came to man, you see, angels are not made in the image of God. They are not made in His image and His likeness. We are the ones that were made in His image and likeness. So He said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Okay? So He took some aspects of himself and he puts it into a body and he called the body female. And then he took another aspect of himself and put it in another body and called it the male. Hmm? 
and then made it necessary for the male and the female to come together in order to be fruitful. Biologically. Alright? I must add that. And I say that that's why he didn't make them... Uh, didn't give Adam a Steve, right? He gave him Eve. Yeah. It's interesting, Doc. I was, I, 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 I can't remember where I read this. But they were saying that they discovered that even in the DNA structure, that of a female and a male are different. And they're saying that even if, they said, even if you go through a, that sex change, what happens to the other parts of your body? Because there is a programming that, that they say that we have, that God has put. So it is still a frustration. If they go through that, it doesn't mean they've gotten it right. Interesting. I said, wow. God is all wise. You can't wake up and say, God made a mistake. I'm a female trapped in a male's body. What is wrong with you? You need deliverance. That's all. Now the others are changing back. All right. They've discovered it's a mistake. It's not working. What, a, what, what confusion is that? Hallelujah. I don't, I don't have, I mean, if, if, if you have those kind of feelings, I'm, I'm not against you. But the point is that you need help. Okay, don't, don't find an excuse to accommodate that dysfunction. It's kind of like, like preachers that come up with some scriptures to validate certain lifestyles. And they say, it's okay. Yeah? Your, your, your past, your present, and your future sins have been taken care of. So it doesn't matter how you live. It's a lie. It matters. It matters. You have, you have a problem with obeying the scriptures? Then, you know, just, just come, let's, let's help you. Maybe rewire your brain. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Your 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 neural pathways need to be redirected. <laughs> You've believed a lie. Amen. That's that's all. So turn to someone and say believe determines behavior. I can't cast out a belief. Hallelujah. But I can correct the mind. The mindset. That's why the Bible says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. If in your mind you believe that the way to show your wife love is to give her a good beating and you get saved, that mind does not change. If, if, if you had that mindset and then you now get saved, it does not change that. Are you getting me? Yeah, you need the scriptures to renew your mind. You need to be taught the word of God. You need to receive the engrafted word of God that is able to save your soul. So that's why sometimes you see some born-again Christians are living like heathen. Why? It's the mind. It's the mind. The mind, they are not being taught what, they're not given the right <laughs> scriptures to believe. Or truth, let me put it that way. They're not being given the truth. And that's why they believe a lie. And when you believe a lie, God gives you to delusion. According to Romans chapter 1. Why did I go there? I think somebody took me there. Amen. Let me come back to fruitfulness. I want to be fruitful. 
But I want to start by being a blessing. Amen? Amen. I want to start by being a blessing. You start, find somebody that you can bless. One of the greatest blessings that you can give someone, what is that? Sorry? Salvation. That's God's greatest gift to man, right? Christ. So when you give someone Christ, you are being a blessing to the person. Now, when you help the person to walk and live the Christian life, you are being a blessing as well. So when you start discipling people, you're helping them to to walk in um, in the ways of God, you are helping them to, um, to, to, to grow in Christ. You are being a blessing. And guess what? One day, when you stand before God, God will say, this is it. these are your fruits. Wouldn't you like that? Huh? Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. So I want to be a blessing. Amen. I want to be a blessing. Amen. I rebuke every barrenness. Amen. Every unfruitfulness yes, is banished from this church. In the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, we are going to be fruitful. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at what the Bible says. Genesis chapter 17. Verse 20. God was speaking. <laughs> To Abraham, even about Ishmael. <laughs> oh my God. God has already like, God has made a covenant with Abraham. God has told him, I'm going to bless you and, and so on. And um, uh, in fact, let's read verse 6. Let me leave Ishmael out of this. <laughs> ha. Because uh, Pastor Sam says Ishmael is, is smelling. It's smell. It's smell. <laughs> it's, it's smelling all over the world. <laughs> so, verse 6, it says, I will make you exceedingly fruitful. Come on. Can somebody take that and own that? He says, I will make you exceedingly fruitful. <laughs> I love that. Do you want to be exceedingly fruitful or just a bit, a little fruitful? Huh? Exceedingly fruitful. Exceedingly fruitful. He said, I'll make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of you. Huh? Nations. Nations of you. I will make nations of you. I wonder what was going on in the mind of Abraham when God was saying all of this. Hmm? Because he had, Ishmael has been born. Isaac has not yet been born. And God is, is coming and is making this kind of serious statement. Very weighty. He says, and kings shall come from you. Amen. Remember, Abraham was just looking for a child. Yes. Yes. God is saying, you are going to be exceedingly fruitful. Yeah. Not only that, kings. Hallelujah. Sure. Huh? I will make nations of you and then kings. Because those nations will have kings. Yes, that's correct. Shoo. My goodness. And he says, I will bless, uh, I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant. To be God to you and your descendants after you. Now, if you read this in the Young's literal translation, I like the way Young's literal translation puts it. Let's, let's, let's have that on the screen. Uh, or should I? 
I need a, I need a screen in front of me as well. <laughs> Where is that? Young's literal translation. Hallelujah. Just begin to pray in tongues. Just, just, just for a moment. In the name of Jesus. Sula Jesus, Jesus, Ketekis Tondo Brodustus, Ledebesuda Baha, Yendele Mesulaba. Yes, yes, yes. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Mighty God, mighty God, we bless your name. We bless your name. Look at what he says. In Young's literal translation, he says, And I have made thee exceedingly fruitful. Not I'm going to. That's the literal in Hebrew. The literal Hebrew. God was saying, I have done it already. Isaac wasn't born yet. But God was saying, I have made thee exceedingly fruitful and made thee become nations. Amen. You know, the Bible talks about God that calls those things that be not as though they are. That's one thing our God does. And you know that you have that capacity as well. You have the capacity to talk like God. To call those things that be not as though they are. In other words, you can say, I have been made exceedingly fruitful. I am (laughs) exceedingly fruitful. Glory to God. I am a fruitful believer. My business is exceedingly fruitful. It's expanding. It's exploding. Glory to God. You can start talking like that. That's how God, your father, talks. Because you are made in his image. After his likeness, you can also talk like him. Sometimes I look at myself in the mirror. I say, Eric. You are a major blessing. I tell myself. I talk to myself. You are blessed and you are a major blessing. So tell yourself you are a major blessing. Glory to God. Yes. Kings go out from thee. I have established my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee. To their generations. How many seed of Abraham do we have here? How many? So this is yours. This is yours. Part of the Abrahamic covenant is about fruitfulness. It's about fruitfulness. If you don't place a demand on that covenant, it won't work in your life. So it's time to place a demand. Fruitfulness. I banish barrenness. Barrenness is not part of my covenant, right? Unfruitfulness is not part of my covenant, right? It's not part of the deal. The deal is about being fruitful. I want to be fruitful. You want to be fruitful? Why don't we stand up? Let's talk to the Lord. Just take a moment. Yes, I want to be fruitful. Lord, my God, I thank you. I thank you. Let's, let's, let's begin to declare. You are blessed. And you are supposed to be a major blessing. God wants you to be a blessing. Blessing to nations. People that know you should be should be blessed. It, it should be a blessing for people to know you. 
Don't be a problem in people's lives. Don't be someone that causes people pain. Don't be like that. You're not Jabez. Hallelujah. You're not Jabez. No. You are blessed. You are a child of Abraham. You are a descendant of Abraham. You are blessed to be a blessing. You are a blessing. People that are related to you should be, should, they should experience that blessing. My Lord, my Lord and my God, I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Thank him for making you, for blessing you. You are blessed already. The Bible says in the book of Galatians that the blessing of Abraham has come upon us. The blessing of Abraham has come upon us. So it is ours. It's not just for national Israel. It's for you and I. It's for you and I. You need to walk in the blessing so much that the Jews will be jealous of you. Mighty God. Mighty God. Now listen to what the word of God says. Galatians chapter 3. Then we'll pray. Galatians 3 verses 13 and 14. He says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Curse is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. The blessing that God placed on Abraham is yours. It is yours. The blessing that made Abraham fruitful is yours. The blessing that made Abraham great is yours. The blessing that made that made kings to bless Abraham is yours. Hallelujah. I want you to just take a moment. Just thank God for this blessing. Just tell the Lord, Lord, thank you. Thank you for blessing me. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for the blessing. Oh my God. That has been made available to me through Jesus Christ. The blessing that you made. That you gave to Abraham. Is mine. And it's going to work in my life. It's going to work in my life. In the name of Jesus. It's going to work in my life. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord. My Lord. My Lord. Father, I pray for a consciousness of this blessing. Lord, to come upon your people. Oh, Lord, my God. Wherever they go, let them carry this blessing. Let lives be impacted. Let souls come into the kingdom. Even through this one. Let lives be transformed through this one. In the name of Jesus. My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. Mighty God. We bless your name. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We're still going to pray, but let me read a scripture uh, in Numbers 23. Balaam was hired to curse the Israelites. And this guy, the reason why he was hired is because anything he says comes to pass. And he had a reputation. He was known to be a very powerful sorcerer. 
So he was contracted to come and curse Israel. Because Balak realized that he cannot defeat Israel. The best thing is for them to be cursed. And then he will now attack them. Do you understand? But now this man that is recruited to come and curse God's people. He opens his mouth when he stands up and he says in verse 19, God is not a man that he should lie. Hallelujah. God is not a man that he should lie. He has spoken concerning you. He has not lied. God did not lie. Concerning your life. He did not lie. He said, God is not a man that he should lie. No, a son of man that he should repent. He has not changed his mind. He has not changed his mind about you. About his promise to Abraham, your father. He has not changed his mind. Hallelujah. He says, behold, I have received a command to bless. He has blessed and I cannot reverse it. Hallelujah. Nothing can reverse God's blessing upon your life. So in terms of fruitfulness, you must be fruitful. Exceedingly fruitful. In the name of Jesus. Come on, why don't you just begin to pray? Just tell the Lord, Lord, I I just declare your blessing. To manifest in my life. In the name of Jesus. Yes. You have blessed me. I cannot be cursed. I cannot be cursed. Barrenness is a curse. Barrenness has no place in my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God has blessed me. Nobody can reverse it. We are blessed. Nobody can reverse. Yes. It's time to be fruitful. Mighty God. Mighty God. God has commanded his blessing over your life. He says, go and be fruitful. He says, go and be fruitful. And I'm releasing that blessing over your life. The blessing of fruitfulness. Let it be activated in the name of Jesus. Mighty God. I want you to just take a moment. Just, Just hold somebody's hand and just pray with that person. Just pray. Just pray blessing. Just pray and just release. Come on. The blessing of God over that person's life. Yes. Command them to be fruitful. Let their lives be fruitful. Let their lives be exceedingly fruitful. I bless her as she goes in and I bless her as she goes out. In the name of Jesus, yes. command it. I bless a demand for fruitfulness in this house. She is blessed. She is blessed. Barrenness is banished in whatever form. Thank you, Lord. Mighty God. We thank you, Father, for your answers. We thank you for the blessing upon her life. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for for your blessings come true in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
So never forget this. You are blessed to be a blessing. Never forget that your fruitfulness depends on you being a blessing. So get ready to be a blessing. Make it a part of your life. Hallelujah. To be a blessing. If every day, if you are conscious of this, and every day you want to bless someone, I can assure you that God is going to open some doors for you. God is going to raise people that will surprise you. God is going to do things in your life that are beyond your imagination. Beyond what you ask. Some prayers have not been answered because our mindset has not been aligned to the kingdom of God. So Father, I just thank you. I declare that there's no place for barrenness in our lives. In the name of Jesus. I curse barrenness. I curse barrenness. Every form of barrenness. I command to die in the name of Jesus. I release the anointing for fruitfulness. The blessing that brings fruitfulness. Let it be multiplied in this house. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. And I give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.